Well, today marks a special end of year episode of VLGA Connect. In this program, and can you believe it, episode 128. And as part of our regular newsroom segment, Chris Eddy and I will take a moment to travel down memory lane and reflect on a journey that began back in March when VLGA Connect was launched. Through this program, the VLGA has strengthened its profile as an independent governance organisation, a peak body for local government. We embrace the opportunity to connect with councils and councillors from all parts of Victoria, and we were even joined by viewers and participants from interstate and across the globe. We embrace the opportunity to collaborate with policymakers and integrity agencies, such as IBAC, the Local Government Victoria, the Municipal Inspectorate, the Victorian Auditor General, the Ombudsman and the VEC to bring you live panel discussions covering relevant and time critical matters before the sector. The VLGA's five year strategic plan, which ends in 2022, continues to guide the work of the organisation as we work to support and assist councillors to do their job well and support councils in achieving good local governance in the delivery of services to their communities. Advocacy for effective local governance supported by training and professional development opportunities are, out, are at the heart of what we do. We also give councils a voice through regular meetings with key government departments, the Minister for Local Government, portfolio ministers and their advisors. VLGA members benefit from subsidised training, events and policy analysis. We are a consultative organisation with a strong focus on supporting you, our members. All of our work has continued throughout 2020 and during the COVID-19 lockdown period, and of course was supported by programs such as the highly sought after VLGA Connect. Thank you to all of those who have contributed to the success of this program, including you, our loyal viewers. And it's now my great pleasure, and it's my turn to do the introductions and introduce you to Mr. Chris Eddy. Chris has worked with me over the past many months to bring VLGA Connect to you. Oh, thank you, Catherine. It's nice to be invited and introduced rather than me doing the introducing of you for a change. I thought, Chris, that, you know, as this was our final newsroom episode for, for the year, that it was perhaps my turn to introduce you so you could have a little uh, break. But, but actually, before we get into, um, I guess, a trip down memory lane, let's recap on what life was like at the VLGA before we actually invented VLGA Connect. You probably recall that before we launched VLGA Connect, we ran a signature program called Leading the Agenda, which was sponsored by Pitcher Partners. And of course, Chris, you were present um, to moderate a few of those, such as optimising our planning system, technology and service delivery, assisting systemic barriers to council engagement, and of course, one year out, the caretaker provisions. I wonder if you had some reflection on the before VLGA Connect time at um, VLGA. Well, I certainly do, Catherine, because it, it's a little like before COVID, isn't it? That uh, that applies to probably a lot of what we're doing. I remember us being 
in the room with a lot of people. We weren't socially distanced. We were talking about all these issues. We were gathering around, having a cup of tea and a chat in the breaks, etc., and looking forward to uh, a busy year as it led down to council elections with no real insight into what was about to hit us. I think COVID was around, it was in the news, but we didn't really appreciate that it might actually impact on us so directly and so soon after. Exactly. And you might recall, Chris, we actually had our annual uh, fast track leadership development program for councillors, which you also hosted. And I think that that was on the, the 4th or 5th of March. And when we think about when we went into lockdown, and in fact, when the very first episode of VLGA started, that was the 25th of March. That's probably the one that was I was really more thinking about, actually, as I was thinking through that, Catherine. Absolutely. It was so close to the on, onset of the covid um, the big thing on our minds was it was council election year and people were really gearing up, gearing up for that. Look, it was, and I think the theme of that development program was the final countdown in, in recognition of the last term of the councillor group mm. and, and leading into, you know, those October elections. So I guess then if we, we look back at, uh, look, I can't even recall now how we did deliver or even conceive VLGA Connect between that, you know, highly successful fast-track leadership program to that very first episode of, um, you know, 25th of March. And now we're, what, 128 plus seven live panel episodes into it. Um, and we've run a series of prominent interviews with commissioners, integrity agencies, federal and state ministers. Uh, was Were there any particular episodes, Chris, that that struck you? Look, there were, there were many, to be honest. When you think about the amount of content that we've produced this year, I think it's pretty extraordinary. Um, for a sector that uh, perhaps used to be looking at itself as a bit insular, I reckon we've really broadened the horizons this year. We talked, probably the first thing that comes to mind, Catherine, is all the, the various commissioners that that work in the public sector, but certainly intersect with local government. I think that was an eye-opener for me to have those exploratory discussions, which were all fascinating in their own way, you know, such as Adam Fennessy coming in as public sector commissioner. And I think about Liana Buchanan as the children and young people's commissioner. And, and some of those topics we explored, I think, were really important and even more so in a COVID world. Well, I agree, Chris. And of course, we even spoke or discovered that there was a cross-border commissioner. That was episode 94. Uh, and also we did have the Emergency Services Commissioner, Andrew Crisp, with us. We had we had the Deputy Commissioner of IBAC quite a few times um, on the panel. We had the VEC Commissioner and Deputy Commissioner. Um, so we've certainly covered, I think, most of the commissioners in Victoria. Yeah. But, but all, yeah, but look, all of their agencies are directly relevant to the work of local government and also the state of Victoria as it found itself in a COVID environment. The other thing I think, Catherine, was uh, early in COVID as councils were dealing with the uh, with the issues and the impact, we talked to quite a few CEOs from around the state about how they were dealing with it in their communities. And it was really interesting to compare some of the approaches. For example, uh, Kelly Grigsby at Wyndham, we spoke to on episode six, very early in the piece, and already are rolling out some technology initiatives that others were taking notice of. And then Peter Brown on episode uh, 12 from Colac Otway with the message about travellers coming into regional areas and potentially bringing the virus and overloading local medical facilities, etc. It all seems 
so long ago and yet not when we think about it, those those messages that were very important at the time look they were we tried to get a you know a representative group from interface councils from metro councils from rural regional all of whom were facing very different and real issues during covid um, and also you know bring in panels of ceos who in the absence at that time of there being um you know, legislation that allowed for virtual council meetings were essentially being delegated um, most of, of the authority to, to lead the council uh, in the absence of the councillor group being able to come together and meet virtually. Of course, subsequently, legislation was passed that allowed that to happen. But um, certainly the CEOs had an incredibly um, busy and complex, difficult time um, managing the governance of the organisation and also the service delivery, delivering frontline services to the community um, during a global health pandemic. At one point during the year, Catherine, our live panel events were becoming so popular, we took them out of the VLGA Connect family and made them special events. But in the early days, they were extended episodes. And I'm thinking of the libraries one, where we brought together a panel talking about how libraries were responding and we'd really uncovered, I think, some really inspirational stories. We did, and, and just what the libraries were doing through virtual means, um, you know, it was just fantastic. I think that was episode, and I'm just looking at... 39. 39. Mm. Absolutely worth um, having a look at that if, if, you know, our viewers missed that one. Uh, we also brought together some, some other interesting panel discussions um, we had Infrastructure Victoria on the panel a couple of times. We had um, a panel discussion that talked about um, climate uh, emergency plans. Of course, um, you know, those types of activities still had to continue uh, in, in a COVID environment. So it was important that we continue to you know, host conversations that would, would give our membership and the broader sector that information. Some social issues got some good airings as well, Catherine. I recall speaking with Emma Dawson on episode 49 from Per Capita about the, you know, fighting inequality and making sure that COVID-19 didn't perpetuate some of those issues. And then at, an, at another time, uh, Tanya Kovacs from Gender Equity Victoria. Um, prior to really all the Gender Equality Act material and information coming out, we were talking about those issues back then. Look, we were, and we also had Kristen Hilton, um, the Human Rights and Equal Opportunity Commissioner on the program, um, talking about some of the work that that agency was doing. We had Ro Allen, the um, mm. actually Ro's position has changed now, but former um, uh, Gender and, and Sexuality Commissioner, talking about uh, some of the LGBTIQI plus initiatives that the state um, is rolling out. Uh, we also had, of course, Charles Pacana talking about our uh, Your Community, Country and Council program, uh, an initiative that the VLGA was running to support and encourage uh, First Nations people to consider standing in the local government elections. That particular program, of course, is just the beginning of what we hope will be an ongoing um, program that the state will continue to fund uh, into the future. Did you have a favourite episode, Catherine? 
Oh, gosh, you know, I, I really have to go back and watch all of them, I think. Um, we tried to do something a little fun with the use of social media and campaigning. And, of course, we had um, Adam Thompson, our own rock star, um, on that uh, particular panel. So that was a little bit of fun. But, uh, look, I think what I got a lot of satisfaction out of was the participation, the high level of participation engagement we had from the sector. And I'm saying, I mean, we managed to, to capture people from all parts of Victoria, but also interstate and from across the globe. Um, we had uh, panel participants at some stage who really were just so engrossed and interested in the topics that our expert panels were talking about, whether it have been the VEC commissioner and the acting chief municipal inspector talking about the election um, regulations, whether it be um, local government Victoria and the deputy um, commissioner for IBAC talking about standards of conduct um, in the local government sector. And I just felt quite um, pleased that we were able to support the sector in gaining the knowledge that they needed to get through what was a really busy time of year for local government. You're going to ask me what my favourite was? Oh, yes, of course I am. What was your favourite, Chris? Every episode of The Newsroom. Oh, thank you, yes. Well, look, <laughs> I, I didn't think I needed to say that. I thought it went without saying. I was actually going to nominate the Adam Thompson panel as well, but, but also a fond one in my memory is the one we did uh, around the role of the mayor, more than just a title, which uh, wasn't a VLGA Connect episode. It was one of our special panel events, a member event with uh, uh, Nolene Duff, Judy Berlin, Peter Stevenson. Uh, it, it was a terrific, terrific discussion. Look, it, it was and it was so timely. But I should also mention at some stage, and I can't remember what episode it was, we did start to collaborate on live panels with LG Pro. And the VLGA really embraced that opportunity to do that because I think, um, you know, in times like this, collaboration between the peaks and the agencies is really important so that we can strengthen and support the sector. That panel was uh, so important because councils, of course, had just, uh, or councillors had just been elected and were going to go into that first meeting where they elected their mayors. And it's just uh, such an important role in terms of leadership of the council community engagement or representation, but also managing uh, the councillor code of conduct process. So that again was a really uh, interesting panel, well attended. Now, I think that there's some interesting stats that I've got in front of me about the right. Connect. I believe that we've uploaded about 2,400 minutes of content. Oh, no wonder we were so tired. <laughs> I know, and, and a little <laughs> Zoom fatigued. I think there is such a thing as that. I did read, Catherine, that from when we've started, the, the, the like button has been smashed 265 times. I assume that's on YouTube. Possibly, but, I mean, that wouldn't include all of the likes on the social media channels that um, we've also shared. And, 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 Chris, what about the podcasts? That was an initiative, I think, that, um, that we launched not... Partway through. Partway through, and, and what we must be up to a thousand hits on the podcast now, I would think. It's really been taken up uh, very, very strongly, and it's it's grown just proving that there is an audience for keeping in touch on this content that 
that I think potentially will live on beyond COVID times because you've created a channel for keeping the sector informed. And I think, you know, that is uh, great, uh, of, of great uh, kudos to the VLGA. And, and I think um, as our wonderful uh, editing and filmmaker, John Lloyd Fillingham, JLF, a big shout out to you. Thank you for all of your support. Uh, but as he did say to me the other day, we, we have our own TV station now and we've got, you know, a few programs attached to that TV station. We have a uh, newsroom, we've got the governance update and well done to you and to Steve for a, for a terrific uh, end of year wrap up. Uh, look, the governance update has been a lot of fun. We've talked about some really serious issues, but we've had we've had a good time doing it, and we've got some good engagement, even to the stage of having to run a mailbag mailbag segment to deal with the uh, the floods of you know, it's one or two every few weeks um, of viewer mail. Yes, oh, look, I'm not surprised. Um, I, you know, it was just, and not only that. I mean, and and I've got to say. You know, we've shared some laughs um, along the way on VLGA Connect, even though it was such a difficult time, um, you know, economically, socially, psychologically uh, for everyone during COVID. And, and, of course, we're not out of it yet. Um, fortunately, though, we didn't share any tears and or probably just tears of laughter. Um, but I think it's important that you do find a little humour in times like this. In all seriousness, though, the... The information um, that we also delivered was, you know, spot on and, um, you know, met the needs, I think, of the sector. I, I think, Catherine, you know, in, in summary, uh, a challenging year for the sector. I think VLGA Connect has been has, has served a really good purpose of helping people through and understanding the COVID issues, uh, understanding and navigating a very different election campaign. And let's not forget... Um, we've been um, a, a sounding board and uh, a platform to meet the new Minister for Local Government and have some in-depth conversations about things that are directly relevant to everyone working in the sector in Victoria. And I think that has been a really important service we've been able to provide. I agree, Chris. And, and we, we had a good uh, interview with the Local Government Minister. I think it was episode uh, 123. And he spent oh, probably close to 40 minutes chatting with us. And he also refers to VLGA Connect as our TV program and is very happy to come on at any time to share, I guess, his messages for the sector, but also to hear from the sector. And that's one of our roles here at the VLGA is to engage on behalf of our members with um, key policymakers and the Minister for Local Government. Also, I'd like to acknowledge uh, David Wolfe, um, Deputy IBAC Commissioner, who has been really generous with his time. Of course, he's had the benefit of being the former Chief Municipal Inspector and now going over to another integrity agency, both of um, which have uh, oversight of the local government sector. And David's interview on episode 124 is a must-see, I must say. Can I ask you a question, Catherine? You can, Chris. Give, given all of that and we're returning to something that looks a little bit like pre-COVID times, do you think there's a life for VLGA Connect beyond this year? Absolutely, there is. And, Chris, I'm really excited. We're going to have a summer series. So for those not going away and 
perhaps the catching up on a few of those things they didn't get done during the year. Um, stay tuned for a summer series. We'll be looking at bringing back Infrastructure Victoria to talk about their 30 year uh, Infrastructure Victoria strategy that was launched recently, plus a couple of other um, speakers on issues that are still really relevant. And, um, you know, perhaps we'll, it'll be a more lighthearted uh, summer series than the, um, this year, but uh, VLGA Connect will continue uh, into the future. We have been able to capture councillors from all parts of Victoria, rural regional areas that have had difficulty previously in coming in centrally for uh, professional development or conversations like this. I think even for locally based councils and councillors, the, the time that isn't spent travelling um, by connecting into platforms like this is also time well spent. And, uh, you know, there's absolutely no reason why we can't continue. Um, can I pass on a special thank you to uh, John Lloyd Fillingham in particular, who manages to turn something out of what we record every week, week in, week out, into something that's, you know, reasonably presentable, I think, to present to the sector. Well done, John. It's yeah. been terrific. Well done, John. Thank you. Without JLF, um, with VLGA Connects, it certainly wouldn't be the quality production that it is. And um, we really value and, and support his work. And, of course, to, to the rest of the team, Liddy uh, and Steve and also Deborah and Sue, who, who've worked behind the scenes as well, thank you um, to all of you. Uh, it's been a pleasure, Catherine, and uh, I've really enjoyed working with you on this. And I'm glad that uh, we've we've found a niche, we've found an audience out there, and long may it continue. Thank you, Chris. It's been my absolute pleasure working with you, and thank you for uh, agreeing to come on board and, and host this program on our behalf. Um, it wouldn't be the same program without your contribution either. And <laughs> we hope that that can continue into the future. Um, in whatever format VLGA might continue in. Um, before we do wrap up, though, I, I wanted to just um, let all of our viewers know that there is the annual Councillor Fast Track Leadership Development Program coming up again on the 5th of March uh, next year. And this program will be really focusing on, I guess, moving beyond compliance to developing a culture um, that reflects the principles of integrity, transparency and good governance. So looking at standards of conduct and in particular the role of the mayor and deputy mayor in that. Um, I would like to take the opportunity, of course, to wish all of our members and the broader sector, you know, a very safe holiday period and to thank all of those who have contributed to VLGA Connect, participated on our panels and also to the viewers who've, who've joined us every week. Thank you, Catherine, and likewise uh, to everyone watching. Um, have a very happy, safe Christmas New Year period. We look forward to seeing you very soon on more VLGA Connect here in the newsroom and beyond. <laughs>